Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Tim Talks. Our hope is to provide encouragement and wisdom whether you're beginning a new transition or continuing to live out your purpose as a member of the GCU community. We understand that you're continually being stretched and molded into the person and professional that God has designed you to be. Let's continue the conversation with everyone's favorite campus pastor, Tim Griffin. I had a friend in college tell me, Noah, this is the best time in your life to find a spouse. And if you don't find a spouse, you're probably never going to find a spouse. And that stressed me out. And I freaked out all of college. And uh, I think a lot of other people are freaking out as well when they think about the concept in young adulthood of building a family. Who are they going to spend the rest of their life with? What is that going to look like? There are tons of questions surrounding that topic. Yeah, there's honestly two sides to the coin. You know, everyone's asking you, when are you going to find a partner? When are you going to get married? All of those things. But then when you do find that person, a lot of people are like questioning if this person is really your one, all of those types of things. So that can be really difficult to navigate. Yeah, I definitely agree, Lexi. I think there's just a continual pressure of whether it be partner or when you're getting married or when you're buying a house or when you're having kids or just all of these things. And how do you navigate that pressure and not let it uh, bog you down? So we sat down and we really just asked Pastor Tim all of these questions and asked for wisdom of how to navigate these pressures and prepare for, you know, your next phase of life, whether it be moving into a family or a relationship. Yeah, I, I think... Um sometimes people rush into that decision and they don't give themselves time um, to get to know the people that they're dating that they have these significant relationships with and they marry too quick because of the pressure you know when you get mm-hmm. married when you start a family yeah and when you're gonna settle down and it, it's not always the same for everybody i mean we got married you know to the, in today's by today's standards pretty young um, my wife and I graduated college and we got married in November. Mm-hmm. During college, um, you know, we both dated a bunch of different people. We didn't even go to college together. So, um, you know, our road to, to a married life was different than a lot of people today. But I think it's really important that because of what you said, that it's a really important decision um, that you take your time and you don't jump into it lightly. But once you do, mm-hmm. um, I think the the commitment level needs to be high on both sides. And that only comes through the, the dating, the maturation of that relationship to where you both know, you know, come hell or high water, we're going to stick with this. We're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. But if you can, you know, in some way determine that before you mm-hmm. actually make the commitment, mm-hmm. then uh, that's really helpful. So don't rush. I mean, sometimes people know, I mean, I've known people that have been married for decades that knew each other for a week. I mean, crazy stories like that. Yeah. Wow. But those are, those are not the rules. Yeah. Those, are, <laughs> those are exceptions. Those are the one-offs. And yeah. then others that date for five years and yeah. you know, two years later, they're divorced. Yeah. So it, it happens yeah. on, you know, you, you just never know sometimes what's going to happen once you get into that, that, that marriage relationship. And so if the best you can to take time before you do exchange rings and make those commitments, mm-hmm. um, you do your best to understand the other person and, and know that they hold the same values, the same perspective on life, the same goals, the same wants. Uh, and that comes with time and lots of conversation and honest conversation. Yeah. I mean, you said this earlier too, like if you truly believe that God is orchestrating your life mm-hmm. and is leading you in the right direction, um, then the pressure is, 
is off on either side of the aisle. You know, like I, someone said to me when I went to school here and it was not healthy for me, they said, Noah, this is like the only time in life there'll be so many, you know, females that have similar worldviews around you, right? So we were getting closer to graduation and I was like, oh no, this is it. You know, like I, I, I failed or whatever. And so I, I, it, I, I was not in that season trusting that God's timing was going to come. And then on, you know, I get into a great relationship and then I'm on the other side freaking out like, oh my goodness, is this the right call or not? Not trusting that God's like leading me towards that. So I think if you acknowledge what you said earlier, it makes it a little bit oh, easier. Absolutely. I mean, if God's not in the mix, it's hard. It's hard enough when he is Yeah, for us to follow him and, you know, be the right kind of mate. Um, but without him, I'm, it's near impossible. Yeah. Not that couples don't survive that don't know the Lord, but mm-hmm. man, yeah, there are tough moments in marriage. Yeah. How did you prepare yourself for marriage? Not necessarily like with, with your wife, but with your partner, what did it look like building yourself up in that way of, you know, I'm, I am ready to get married. What did that look like? You know, I think I had, um, you know, I had finished college. For me, it was like, check that box mm-hmm. and I'm ready to do the next thing. And so I was pretty driven about um, moving to my next professional opportunity. And uh, and I knew that going it alone would, would be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I needed to find somebody who had the kind of commitment to me and what we were going to be about. Um, that had shared values, a shared vision mm-hmm. that, uh, that would be a great mate. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I found it in my wife, Robin. I mean, uh, little did I know there was a lot of things. For example, she grew up in a military home and so she had moved around a lot. Her mm-hmm. dad would go overseas on these transpac, you know, <laughs> military things. And, um, so we were married for, I think it was like seven years. Mm-hmm. And then I took a travel job and I remember thinking, I want to be gone, you know, weekends and, Man, how, this new job, how is this going to work for us? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I told her, I said, hey, I think this is the right next job for me and I'm going to have to travel. And she just didn't even blink an eye like, okay, kind of like, that's your job. In her home, she had seen her mom just pick up when dad would have to go on these military yeah. excursions. And and so she just grew up in an environment that uh, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Well, you just do what you have to do. Right. And so for, you know, for me to travel, she was never you know, complaining and griping to my, to our kids when I was gone because Mm -hmm. she just knew that was Tim's job. Hmm. The job he has now requires him to travel. So, Hey, we pick up and we figure out how to do family Mm -hmm. when he's here and when he's gone. I had no, I didn't never cross my mind when we were dating, but sovereignly God knew I need a mate like that, Hmm. that when that moment came, when I'd have a travel job that she wouldn't sweat Mm -hmm. it. So I was, you know, God just was, Mm-hmm. Bless me, and I did, didn't even see it and didn't even know it until years into our marriage. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Tim Talks. We are so happy to have you along with us as we navigate postgrad life together. We have a few quick updates from the alumni office that you're not going to want to miss. 
Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Tim Talks. We are so glad that you guys have stuck with us through this time of navigating postgrad life together. I have a few quick updates as always on the alumni office as one of our biggest events of the year is coming up on April 7th. We'll be headed to the Wildlife World Zoo here in Phoenix, Arizona. So bring your family for a fun day at the zoo with your fellow GCU alumni. We'll also be in Reno, Nevada on April 29th to watch the GCU baseball team take on Nevada. Be sure to stay in the loop by following us on Instagram at GCU alum.